Jane Sutherland and her brother James were both members of the Field Naturalists Club, a nature lovers group that had started up in 1880. They participated in many excursions into the bush in which they would collect specimens such as bird eggs, eucalypts or native plants to discuss at club meetings. To encourage familiarity with the Australian bush, the club held exhibitions of local flora and awarded prizes to children for the best collection. Sutherland's Field Naturalists of 1896 presents us with a sense of young field naturalists at work, or as the publication Table Talk described, three reckless young loiterers ankle-deep in mud and mire and wholly absorbed in exploring the contents of the swampy paddock. Sutherland often painted figures in the landscape. Women gathering mushrooms or picking bracken or, like here, children exploring the bush. In contrast with other contemporary depictions of the bush, such as McCubbin's Lost or The Pioneers, which depicted the Australian bush as an unforgiving, dangerous place, Sutherland's figures seem far more at home. There's a lovely sense of harmony in the image. This is partly enabled through the gently modulating hues in the composition, and also partly enabled through the close blending of figure and landscape. Look at the way the children seem to merge with the pond and the grassland. The figures here seem comfortable in the landscape. The children are not threatened or lost. They are integrated and having a grand old time in the swampy paddock. Field Naturalists displays the soft and lyrical palette that Sutherland was so fond of. She often utilised sweetly contrasting hues of blue, purple and violet, and took full advantage of the mauve and purple pigments that had been newly developed mid-century. An interesting characteristic of her painting style is a sense of indistinctness or softness. Sutherland was one of the artists that championed innovative new ideas around painting en plein air. From 1885 onwards, she accompanied Fred McCubbin, Arthur Streeton, Tom Roberts and others on sketching expeditions to Heidelberg, Eaglemont, Templestowe and Box Hill. However, even within the relatively liberated milieu of the artistic community, there were still many obstacles to be faced by the serious woman artist. Social mores prevented women from camping out with their male colleagues, and so artists like Sutherland had to attend the painting camps as day trips only. Examination of her work suggests that it was probably completed in the studio after the many sketches she made en plein air. Sutherland carved out an accomplished career as an artist and as a teacher. While her male colleagues were receiving several hundreds of pounds for their canvases, the highest recorded price for a Sutherland painting was a meagre £21. This disparity in wages necessitated that she develop a teaching practice, which she managed very successfully, at times running two studios, one to paint in and one to teach in. The journal Table Talk reported that she was one of the busiest lady artists in Melbourne. Jane Sutherland was a trailblazer, both in her pioneering of the controversial en plein air painting technique, but also in her advancement of the expectations surrounding and opportunities available to professional women artists. <laughs>